Hi, beautiful listeners. It's another episode of Sleep by the Laptop, the podcast series all about topics that keep you up late at night. We also have a lovely podcast guest, Miss Mew Mew Powers, on the side. She is recovering from an office visit. And so if you hear any mewing, that may be her. That is actually her. Yes. <laughs> but it's another solo podcast episode recording, which I'm super excited to do because it lets me gather some of my thoughts as well and share some of the more topical challenges and topics that are keeping listeners up late at night. And I think with everything going on in the world today, it's super helpful to do that for a lot of people and for a lot of reasons. We are in a new month. It's officially March. We just got out of February. And I was thinking, especially when there's a lot going on, there needs to be conversation and just a feeling of togetherness during this time. We all know that there's war going on and unrest and chaos. And we're still all connected. There's this idea of collective energy and collective suffering that brings us all together, especially when there feels like there's not a lot of togetherness. So I really wanted to talk about this concept of togetherness and coming together as a community because I think it's really important, especially when it feels like it's so easy to get into the habit of pointing things out and saying, I'm right, you're wrong, and in some cases, you're going to be wrong forever. It makes me think of experiences that I've had growing up and seeing communities of people, really just watching groups of people come together, and for various reasons, right, whether it's to help each other or in, in some other cases, it's to target individuals or gr other groups of people. But seeing that early on or watching it very closely early on, it just came to shape what my ideals and perspectives were around community and togetherness. Because a good part of me always wanted to feel like there was someone else who was going through the same things I was going through. And in a lot of ways, it was hard to come by, especially as someone growing up and kind of not seeing a lot of people with the same background, same culture, same whatever it was. It shaped my ideals and perspectives around what I wanted to see in a community, what it means to come together, what it means to actually have a safe space, and what it means to connect with people on a, on a deeper level beyond just saying, hi, bye, oh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Even when you know there is something more to the story or something more to the conversation. And I feel as if there's a missing part in oftentimes the more challenging aspects of being in a community. So I actually wanted to pivot towards that because it's really interesting how oftentimes in a community you're led by a singular belief of like, this is what's right for us. 
And these are the guiding principles for how we'll behave in a social setting following that. And oftentimes it's difficult to actually build safe spaces if the premise or if that unifying concept or unifying social contract or social rule or social principle uh, rather is something that is not inclusive. And what it takes honestly in that setting, I believe, is to put aside this concept of this works for me, so it should work for you. And actually let there be space for you to hold what works for you in truth while letting others discover what works for them. And I think this is where we can actually have a ripple effect on other people. Because not every progress that we make is a drop in the water. Oftentimes it's carried by a ripple or a vibration or something that triggers something in someone else to inspire further action in a community or further action in the universe. I don't actually believe that every idea has to be groundbreaking or water-breaking in the sense that it has to be new. Your words or your experiences doesn't have to be a droplet in the water for other people. It can be a ripple effect. And oftentimes, if you throw in a, a tiny pebble into the water, right, it affects more than just the area, more than just the surface of the water that came in touch with the pebble. You actually have an area that's affected thousands of times beyond the size of that initial droplet in the water. Every time we're given the opportunity to share our truth or share our experiences in a public setting, we're given the opportunity to make a ripple effect, to influence someone else, to have our ideas thrown into the water and taken in different directions and built upon and made into something truly, truly better. This is also how we have generations of innovation, movements of innovation, periods of inspiration and creativity and just uh, evolution of older ideas that become something that's meaningful for a community of people or for an entire culture of people. I think the longer that traditions hold on and culture holds on, the stronger that it is often seen, the more value it has because of its history and its tradition. You know, and whether we decide to keep that tradition alive or not, or the idea alive or not, depends on how long we want to keep the ripple effect going. There are also opportunities to throw in new pebbles into the river and make our own ripples in our own ways. And I think there's a beautiful time and place for those ideas and those things to happen in a community. This is actually a really great segue into when this podcast episode is going to be released. It'll be International Women's Day, Tuesday, March 8th. And I want to just take the time to appreciate and acknowledge the amount of persistence, the amount of care, the amount of evolution and inspiration, and just the years of sacrifice that it took for women to have 
the spaces and the opportunities that they have because it hasn't always been there. I want to thank every pioneer, every brave soul that decided that this is status quo, but I want something better. This is the truth today, but it can be this way in the future. People who are coming in spaces and sharing that it's possible, showing that it's possible for other people. People who are paving the way and setting an example of what could actually be possible and being the ripple effect in many ways and letting their story be the ripple effect that carries on in different generations and legacies to come. So that's my shout out to this moment in time where we can recognize the progress that we've made and get inspired for the future. This is also a good segue into the research or some of the science or clarity behind the power of speech and the power of communication. There's actually a doctor who pioneers in the study of water. His name is Masaru Emoto, and he actually studies water consciousness, which is how water is shaped by its environments, thoughts, and emotions. He's a Japanese scientist who really revolutionized the idea that our thoughts and intentions impact the physical world, the universe. Yes. <laughs> and Miss Miyazi agrees as well. So for over 20 years, until he passed away in 2014, he actually studied the scientific evidence on how molecular structures in water transform when it's exposed to human words, thoughts, sounds, and attentions. And actually, he did a couple of studies where he exposed different words to water molecule, to open water in glass containers. And he noticed, and he studied the structure of water molecules as they were exposed to those words. So when they were, so when open water was exposed to words of love and gratitude, he noticed that the molecular structures actually were formed crystals, beautiful crystals. And when water was exposed to words of disgust or resentment or anger, it actually morphed into like a sponge-like texture and it didn't look anything like a crystal. He, of course, studied different types of words, other categories of words and intentions, things like water molecules before a prayer versus after a prayer. And he noticed various things. So I really recommend that you check out his work. That's all I had for this episode recording on Asleep by the Laptop podcast episode. I wanted to just come on here to talk about how we can find peace, comfort, belonging in times when things seem so complicated that there is no right answer. And even if you don't have a community, you don't have a group of people that you come to, that you feel safe with, that you find this inspiring, you find that this is the pebble or the ripple effect for you to feel some type of peace, develop some type of truth for yourself in these times, something that sits well with you. And with that, I hope you all feel a little bit more clarity on this topic. I know it can be a very challenging time 
understand that not all of the answers are in front of us right now. The future is ahead of us. It's not before us. We're driving on the edge of everything that we know right now. And if this podcast series can give you any reassurance, I hope that it did tonight. I will be back with more episodes, more content, more recordings on various topics that keep people up late at night and Googling. And I hope to see you all in the next episodes. Bye.